Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech, this Erev in Perek Beis, Mishnah Hay and Mishnah Vav, finishing the second Perek. And we're going to continue the discussion of a carpet, which is an oragina. These are areas that are considered non-residential. You don't live there, and we had said previously that they're bigger than two base saw, which is roughly 5,000 square amos, 50 by 100 amos. So then they will invalidate an enclosed area, and even though the area is officially a Rishos HaYachad, we say because there's an area within this Rishos HaYachad that's that large, it's going to invalidate and create it and make it a Rishos HaRabim on a Durabanan level, on a rabbinic level. Now, our next mission is going to have various opinions, or a number of opinions, that are going to agree in, the, in principle of the concept of Karpif, and the disagreement's going to be how exactly, how much carpet, how much non-residential area do you need in order to invalidate a Rishasar Yachid. So the first opinion is going to be Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba, who's going to be very machmir, very stringent. V'odom Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba. If you have a carpet or a gina, which is 70 amos in a fraction by 70 amos in a fraction, which is seven, about 7 and 2 thirds, and 70 and 2 thirds, excuse me, 70 and 70, which is basically two sasayim. Mukavas geder govoa asert vachim, and it's surrounded by a fence of ten vachim high. Metaltem asocha vachibo shmira obeis dira oshde smuchel ir. He says you can carry in it so long as there's a watchman's booth in it or some sort of de- dwelling, or if it's near the town. I.e., what he's saying is that these aren't actual carpets. This is not an actual non-residential area. Or Yehuda ben Baba is saying is if you have an area that's seventy by seventy. It's only, you're only allowed to carry in it so long as you make it residential, so long as you have a watchman's booth or a dwelling or some other sort of uh, dwelling in it near the town. Meaning to say that if it's an actual non-residential area, let's say, again, we'll use our analogy of uh, our case of it's a garden, where you not only can you put a house there, you can't even, people aren't even walking there because they don't want to step on the beautiful flowers. So then seemingly even the smallest minuscule amount, a smallest area within this Erev is going to invalidate this Rosh Yachid. So Yehuda ben Bava is actually, he's taking the, the, he's flipping it, and he's taking the wording we've been using, Karpif, and saying the only Karpif that's permitted is if it's not a Karpif, as in the only non-residential area that's permitted, that one is allowed and permitted to have in their Erev, and it's not going to invalidate their Erev, is if it's really a residential area, i.e. there's a house there. So that's Yehuda ben Bava. So what we emerge is, we have the first opinion is, in our mission right now, that every area that is within an Erev has to be residential. Any non-residential area, when we say non-residential, we mean it's not an area that could be lived on, it's going to invalidate this Rosh Yachid. So even though it's enclosed, we don't look at it as a private domain. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, I feel Besocha. So he says, what he's going to do is, the Rabbi Yehuda is seemingly, he agrees with Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba. And that is to say that every an area has to be residential for it to be part of the Erev. And if there's a non-residential area in the Erev, it will invalidate, it will, it will create a psal on your Erev. However, he's disagreeing in how exactly to find residential. And he says that even if there is a pit or a ditch or some sort of vault, which is they seem like they kept it in the, um, some, uh, some area in the ground they used for, um, for holding things, um, primarily rainwater, that itself will create, will, we'll say, is enough because people are using it. They're using this pit, they're using this ditch, they're using this vault for rainwater. We now consider that area to be residential. Even though, again, people aren't living there, but because they're utilizing it for their needs, it's not residential, it's not going to invalidate this Rosh Hashayachet. 
Rabbi Kiva Amar, no, 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 no. Come on, guys. Let's be a little remakel here. I feel He says, if you have an area and you don't have any of these things you can carry in it, it's, even though it's non-residential, so this is actually what we said in the, in the, in the previous Mishnah, so long as that it's not more than 70 Amas in a fraction, and 70 Amas in a fraction, 72 thirds by 72 thirds, we consider the area to be, not, we, we consider the area, although it's non-residential, we say it's not going to invalidate the the Rishisha uh, Yachid, as in Rikiva, is of the opinion that it's not about having any non-residential area within a residential area, but rather it's the size, the size will invalidate. If you have a massive area in your Rishisha Yachid, 70 by 70 almost, and within that, you're, you can't carry, so that will, then we say we, that will invalidate your Mechitzos, it'll invalidate your Eruv. But if it's smaller than that, so then it won't invalidate it. In contrast, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda Babu, who says, no, any non-residential area within a residential area will invalidate it. And their machlokas, their debate is only about how exactly we define an area that's non-residential. Rabbi Yehuda Ben Baba, the first time it seems to think, it's any area where there's no one who's going to sleep, there's no place to sleep. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda says, no, even if you, a person can use the area for their needs, as in to draw water, so then that will qualify the area to be residential. Rabbi Elazar Omer, Imay Arub Aruka Yosel Al Rachba, Afilu Ama, Achas, if the length is more than its width, even by one Ama, Aimataplin Besocha. So he says as follows that this that Rabbi Akiva said, 70 by 70, he has to be a square. But if it's a rectangle, that's going to invalidate the area and create it and cause it to be a non-residential area. Yosi goes, no, I feel Aruko Aruka that if it's a rectangle, if its length is twice as long as it's width, you'll be carrying it, meaning to say that he it's not going to invalidate it. Okay, next Mishnah. Mishnah six, Mishnah Vav. Omar Rabbi El Eloi says Rabbi Eloi Shematim Rabbi Eloi. He goes, I heard the following in the name or from Rabbi Eliezer. If you have an area which is as large as a base core, which is 30 base saw, it's 75,000 square amos, which is 15 times larger than a base saw, we don't consider it to be, until then, we don't consider it to be a problem. So we have now, we have four opinions. We have the opinion of Yehuda and Babu, who says that any non-residential area will invalidate it. We had Rabbi Akiva, who says it's about having the size, and if, if, if it's more than 70 by two-thirds, it's 72 thirds, which is roughly 4,994 square amos. Chacham says, no, it can't be more than two base saw. That was back, way back in Mishnah Gimel. And Rabbi Eloh says, no, you, um, you can carry there so long as it's not larger than 75,000 square amos. Okay, now that we discussed Rabbi Eloi, so let's discuss some other uh, sayings or, or shmuas, some other halachas Rabbi Eloi has said. There's a concept, we, we, we've touched on this earlier, but Kadai, it's important to review it and really uh, explicate it right now. That even if you have an Arab, if the Arab encompasses more than one home, by home I mean more than one family, so there are multiple families who are using one Arab, multiple homes. You have uh, three different homes, let's say, using an Arab. So not only do you need to have a mechitza surrounding the area, so whether a mechitza is going to be actual walls or a string, but you also need to create what's called an Erev Chatseros. An Erev Chatseros makes the whole, area to, the whole area to be one common courtyard. That if you consider separate and distinct courtyards, I have my courtyard, you have your courtyard, you have your courtyard, so even though there's an Erev surrounding the area, we still are not allowed to carry from one courtyard to the next because we live in separate courtyards. But by creating an Erev Chatseros, by taking a piece of bread, let's say, or a piece of matzah, and saying this is our meal, and we're putting it into courtyard number two, 
essentially what we're saying is we're merging all the courtyards and now instead of having separate courtyards we all have one large courtyard and by doing so this allows us to carry from courtyard to courtyard from home to home so again not only do you need to have your area surrounded by mechitzos by walls or or partitions but you also need to create an area of which in, i'm sitting in my office right now i'm looking up there's a box, box of matzah right here and this is linden new jersey and elizabeth that is as well it's and and rawway and clark and 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 roselle and all the other areas that i'm part of the of this is our area of chatseros it creates linden to be well that gets my office in my it's stemming from my office one large courtyard of linden roselle rawway essentially the uh vada of vada of, of this area to be one large area so one large courtyard excuse me now here's the problem what if you have this courtyard? Let's just go with number three. And you have Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. And Levi, for whatever reason, either he opts out or he forgets. He forgets to join in your Erev Chatseros. Now, traditionally, what we do is an Erev Pesach, or around Erev Pesach, is when we make the new Erev. We use Matzah, which is why we can have it over Pesach. And that's usually when it's done. Traditionally, it's done then. And Shalom Al Yisrael, that's what's done. But let's assume here, for whatever reason, Erev Shabbos Parshas B'Shalach, Levi forgets to join in the Erev Chatzeros. By doing so, he effectively neutralizes the Erev Mechitzos, the Erev in in the partitions that surround their homes because now people cannot carry from house to house because we have, they're all considered their own separate courtyard. We don't have one Erev binding all the courtyards, Erev Chatzeros, that is, binding the courtyard together. So, what can you do? Says says the Halach is that Levi can basically can basically um, say that I no longer want to be part of my courtyard. I don't I don't want to be part of your Arab. He can relinquish his rights to being as part of this Arab, and by doing so, he saves the the broader Arab. By relinquishing his rights to his courtyard, he now saves the broader Arab, and we basically look at him and say, Levi, although we love you and you're our neighbor, you're no longer part of this courtyard. Now, the question is as follows. When he does so, what is the status of his courtyard? Are we saying, therefore, now Shimon and Reuven can carry from courtyard to courtyard? Or can they even carry in Levi's courtyard? So that's the halacha. So Rabbi Eli comes along and says, or that we heard uh, in the name of Rabbi Eliezer, If one of the guys, in our case, Levi, forgets to join in the area of creating an area of Chatseros, but Beso also nachlis lohotzi lo. He is forbidden from carrying in and out of his own house. Avalehem mutter, but they are permitted to carry into his courtyard. Meaning to say as follows. By ceding his rights, by relinquishing his rights and saying, I don't want to be part of your Erev, what he's really saying to them is, but I still want you to be able to carry in the as large amount of area as possible, the maximum amount of space. So what he's doing is he's saying, interestingly, I am ceding my right for Shabbos to be quote-unquote a homeowner, and I'm just a guest here. Meaning to say that my 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 home, my chutzer, my property is now in your possession for the Shabbos. Again, not halachically in terms of a choshen mishpah, but from a Shabbos perspective, it's in your possession. So you can now carry in all these areas. But I am a guest. But he and therefore, as a guest, he's not allowed to carry. As a guest, he's allowed to carry, therefore, actually between Shimon and Reuven. But what he can't do is carry into his courtyard, because if he carries from Shimon's courtyard into his courtyard, what he's doing then is he's basically saying, I'm really the owner. He's reasserting his ownership, and by doing so, he's going to invalidate the Erev. So again, what's happening here is, Levi forgets to um, to make an Erev Chatseros, to join in with Shimon and Levi, Shimon and Reuven, to create one communal courtyard. 
And therefore, that's going to create a situation where Shimon and Reuben are not allowed to carry at all. No one's allowed to carry. So what he could do is relinquish his rights to his chatzar and say, I am a, a, merely a guest of you. By making himself a guest of them, now he's given up his courtyard and it, his courtyard joins Shimon and Reuben to become one communal courtyard. Now, the only problem is that if late... Now, Shimon and Reuben can carry wherever they want. Levi can carry between Shimon and Reuben, but he can't carry into his own property because by doing so, then he's going to show this was all a trick, and really, it's his property. So in order to avoid that, we say, in, in order to avoid the property going to come back to him and, and, and showing that he really is not a guest, we say he's not allowed to carry his, in his own courtyard. And one more ruling from Rabbi Eloi, this is a lot less complicated. One can use akrivin, which is some sort of very bitter, bitter vegetable, as Murr on Pesach. Chazart Yalb called Tamidav Bakshi Lilchava. Rilas says, I went around to ask all Rilazar's Tamidim and to look to see if anyone can corroborate and say they heard these, these rulings as well, these three rulings as well. Again, the size of the Karpif, the, the really large size, the uh, idea that the person who relinquishes his rights to the Erev not will allow others to carry in his place, and lastly, the Murr, below Matsasi. And I did not find anyone who heard them as well. I wish you all a wonderful day.